Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential television. Are you a negotiator? No, I'm not a good negotiator. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. We're talking about how to negotiate anything. It's starting to feel like football means more than I do. What's your number one priority? Him. Is it him or is it you getting what you want? Well, that too. <laughs> They consistently break their curfews. Do you keep the rules? Most of the time. Did somebody write stupid on my forehead? Check for me. I'm terrified to go into a dealership by myself. What I like to do now is talk price. You want me to negotiate this for you? Yes. All right, here's my offer. <laughs> How to turn arguments. If what you're doing is not working, change it. Into agreements. You need to wake up every day and say, what can I do to make her world brighter? I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. If it matters to you, that's what I want to talk about. 10 seconds to end. Love you. Well, thank you. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Ready, camera five. Take track. Go, Dr. Phil. Let's do it. Well, when you think of negotiating, you think of men in suits. You think of corporate boardrooms, right? But negotiations aren't just for big business. They happen every day right in your own house. Whether you need to negotiate a curfew with your parents, where you're going to college, a negotiation over how much time your boyfriend <laughs> spends watching football on Sundays, that's a biggie, buying a car or even what organs your spouse can donate when they die. You can negotiate anything. Now, Alicia has a very bright future with her boyfriend, Chad, but there's one big thing that stands in her way. Chad's obsession with watching NFL football all day, every Sunday. Now, Chad claims there's no room to negotiate this and doesn't see the big deal of taking just one day for himself. Take a look. Sunday is a man's day to sit down and watch football. Well, Sunday is our only day together. What's one day three months out of the year? I start with pregame. I need that morning game. I need that afternoon game and then that evening game. I'm not even asking for Monday night. And I get kicked out of the living room to go in the bedroom and watch TV. That's what we have two TVs for. On Sundays, I don't even matter. Dr. Phil, this is what happens on a Sunday when Chad's watching football. Hey, baby. I have a passion for football. I just need her to understand the love that a man has for football. Nothing better. There's nothing better than football. <laughs> Not on Sundays. <laughs> if he gave me a couple hours out of the day. A couple hours, I could miss the big play. Yeah, but in the end, you're going to know who wins. I just don't see myself parting with football, ever. It's starting to feel like football means more than I do. I'd like to ask Dr. Phil, just what can I do to negotiate this and compromise and come to a solution so she doesn't feel like I'm just picking football over her. 
So what's the what's the problem here? What do you object to? Why? Um, he watches football from noon until midnight, and it's all day. And he watches, um, and he he's on fantasy football too on the computer. Yeah. And I don't get any time with None. him. None. Zip. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Is that true? Yes, it is. Look, the number one principle of negotiation is to figure out what's important to the other person. Now, are you here in a spirit of compromise and negotiate? Yes. Are, are you here in the spirit of compromise and negotiation, nope. or are you just saying no, no way? I, I, I know relationship, you have to compromise, you have to negotiate, so right. I am here willing. So how important is she to you? Very important. She's the world to me. How, how important is her happiness? Very important. That's what I wanted, so her be happy if you were Monday make through a, Saturday. If you were going to make... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, I was trying to help this guy. He, <laughs> he's no help. Could I maybe introduce you to somebody? I mean, <laughs> Hold on. Now, what's your number one priority? Uh, her. And what's your number one priority? Him. Is, is it him or is it you getting what you want? Well, that too. <laughs> okay, see, that's why things break down in negotiation. If you want this to work, you need to wake up every day and say, what can I do today? to make her world brighter. What can I do today to make her feel loved and desired and all of those things? How great would that be? That would be and how good would you feel about yourself if you knew you did that for her? I would feel great. And, and you want him to be happy, right? Right. But at the same time, I think I should get some of his time too and not devote it all to football. But, you know, I just feel that three months out of the year, one day a week. He has a good point. Don't get too giddy, <laughs> right? So you're 75% of the way there on resolving this because 75% of the time this is not an issue. So we've reduced our problem to just three months. Now, what are you willing to offer him in terms by way of compromise? I think that some of the day, like maybe he could do something with me other than just watching football. So you're not willing to give him 16 days a year. Well, he can watch it some of the time, but I want the rest, like some right. other part of it. And day. are you willing to watch it with him some of the time? Yeah. So you're willing to sit down like you're a Ravens fan, right? Yes. Okay, so you're, you're willing to sit down and watch the game. Have you ever gotten interested in football? Not really, no. Did it make you happier if she shared your passion? It definitely She would. put on her jersey and sat there with you? And Every man's dream. I mean, what is a man's dream? A good-looking girl watching football with exactly. you? I mean, boy. What else is it? Not, not much. So if you did that even half the time, then we've now cut this in half further, right? Correct. Yeah. Because what's important to him? What, what's the need? His need is to watch football. Yeah. So you could join into that, right? Yeah, I would do that. Okay, so if you join into it, then you don't care that he's watching football because he's sharing it with you. Yeah. Okay, and then you could say, all right, for the afternoon game, you could just TiVo that and you could just go off and do things with her, then you come back and watch it. <laughs> I mean, because now you're not giving up football, you're just giving up timing. Definitely, I agree. I think if she could do that for the morning games, we could have the rest of the day to do whatever she wanted. Just don't pick the lions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could have been a pathologist. <laughs> where all my patients are dead. They don't talk back. They don't screw things up right when you get them to a point that you need to be. 
You know, the, listen what I'm trying to get you to do here. What I'm trying to get you to do is negotiation is all about figuring out what the other person wants and how you can give them as much of what they want as you possibly can. And you say, what does he want? Well, he loves football, but he loves me, and there's only 16 days a year that he gets a chance to do this. What a gift I will make to him to say, you know what, let me just share that with you those 16 days a year, and then the rest of the time, maybe your interest gets number one, your passion gets number one. And so you guys are now sharing in each other's passions. Yeah. And then you know what happens when you do that? He looks at her and says, you know what, she's a good egg. It right? Is. Isn't that it how you'd feel is. about that instead of resenting her for taking you away from it? Yes, exactly. That's how and when you hear him say you are his number one priority and that he wants to share this with you and is willing to watch like the morning game and spend the rest of the time with you. I mean, doesn't it make you feel good yeah, about him? Yeah, it does make me feel good. Yeah. So how's this gone so far? Good. How's I this gone so far? really well. I know when to quit. <laughs> Next, why women pay 46% more than men do on all purchases and services. Wow, you women might just be getting ripped off. Negotiating makes me feel really anxious. I don't feel confident negotiating for lower rent or for better deals on a gym membership. I am incredibly intimidated by salespeople and I feel like I have to take whatever deal they're offering me. And later. I have no idea what to ask for. If I was her, I would ask for a little more discount. She hasn't learned much about negotiating. Tomorrow on Dr. Phil. Is your child in danger of being abducted? Our daughter may not only have been abducted, but also murdered. We want to prepare you, not scare you. I'm just a single mom trying to do the right thing, and I do feel guilty. The five most important things you can do to keep your children safe. <laughs> All new Dr. Phil. Then on Friday, are you ready? To have a child. Her clock is ticking, and once that goes off, it isn't going to go away. Am I ready? To get implants? But they almost feel too big. That's Friday. Now, a recent survey found that women are two and a half times more likely to have apprehension about negotiating than men. Men said the process of negotiation is like winning a ball game, a wrestling match, a tug of war. Women said it's kind of like going to the dentist. Now, the study also shows that women will pay up to $1,300 more on a car than a man will just because they don't want to go there. And we're going to talk about why that is because I want to convince the women that don't like negotiating that it's okay. In fact, the business model builds in the negotiation. It's anticipated that it's going to happen. If you don't, you're going to mess up the world. <laughs> now, I did my own survey on my Twitter page by simply tweeting, negotiating is hard. Robin says that she hates it. Does it bother you to do it? What is hard for you to negotiate and why? Marcy R. says, for women, it's much harder to negotiate. Z Real said, for most women, they don't know how to ask for what they want. Cassie M. said, negotiating is hard because you feel like you're giving in. Now, and so many of these women looked at it as a relationship. It's like, you know, we were friends, I didn't want to push and all of that. You ain't friends. 
I mean, you're going to do this and then you're going to move on and they're going to move on. Now, Christy says she's one of those women that's terrified of negotiating. Take a look. Negotiating makes me feel really anxious. I feel like I have to settle for what's being offered. I don't feel confident negotiating for lower rent or for better deals on a gym membership. Even at the flea market where I feel like it's acceptable to negotiate, I will go and look at the price and just assume that that's what I have to pay. I'm looking for a new car and I'm absolutely terrified to go into a dealership by myself and so I've been putting it off. I am incredibly intimidated by salespeople. I want to be able to go into a car dealership on my own and be able to get the best deal I possibly can. Okay, what emotionally, what bugs you about it? You, you said you feel awkward, anxious. What, what bugs you about it? I feel like I am trying to take advantage of the system somehow if I go in and, and try and talk them down in price. Do you get that that's part of the business model? Oh, absolutely. And I feel like well, I Why go, are you taking advantage of the system then? Well, I feel like I go into the situation thinking, okay, I'm going to negotiate and I'm going to try and get the price down. And then as soon as I start that process, I start to feel really anxious and, oh, well, maybe I'm not supposed to do this or maybe I'm asking too much. And so then I back off and But see, here's away. the deal. If you ask too much, they'll say, no. <laughs> No, can't do that, right? Yeah. Are you afraid of getting rejected? Do you think you're being rude? Do, I mean, wh what is it? I think because in our culture, we don't negotiate all the time. It, do, it feels so foreign to me that I don't, I don't walk into the grocery store and negotiate, so I don't feel like I have the tools to negotiate well when I'm in a situation where it's acceptable. Yeah, but you realize that you'll spend a lot of extra money if you, if you don't yes. negotiate? Yes. Are you a negotiator? No. What's your my name? Heather. My mother-in-law used to get after me all the time. She'd go, where does swap meet? You should, I said, well, God, it's already so cheap. <laughs> so I don't feel, I, I feel like, well, they look poor, and I don't want to talk them down. Here, it's only a couple bucks, Mom. What's it? You know, so, no, I'm not a good negotiator. So you don't negotiate. <laughs> you, would, you would rather feel how than leave with money. Because it's like, okay, if you can buy this item, and go home with $1,000 in your pocket plus the item, or just the item, you'd rather go home with just the item than what? I think I'm more of a giver than a taker. I feel like if I talk them down, then I made them feel bad, and then I'm taking from them. Okay, so know. you're going to hurt their feelings. I, yeah, I guess and so. And they're going to go home <laughs> that night and go, oh, man. <laughs> Okay, look, I, I wanted to see just how different men and women are in their negotiating styles, skills, willingness. So I sent my cameras to meet up with the king of cars, Chop, who owns Tobin Dodge, one of the largest car dealerships in the country, also has a popular infomercial called Chopper Show. Let's see what happens. Hey, Dr. Phil, this is Chop. They call me the king of cars. We're at Tobin Dodge, the number one exclusive Dodge dealership in the nation. And we're going to see the differences between men and women while they're buying cars. Do your homework first. Don't show the salesman that he's got your favorite candy bar and you're going to do anything you want for it. I'm pretty confident. I think I'm going to walk off today with this car. Thank you very much, first of all, for coming down. I appreciate it. So the asking price is $35,999. Took off $1,500 off the price, so you'd be at $34,500. Uh, a couple things I like uh, included, <laughs> satellite radio. I'd like a low jack installed. I'd like to make you the offer of 
You know, it would be a $3,500 discount, but let me, let me see what I'm able to do. You know, let me, let me try my best. Typical guy, you know, as far as negotiation, but he's definitely not letting me uh, make much money, if any. This guy's beating us up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're driving a hard bargain, my friend. Hard bargain, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying my best here. So, the uh, satellite radio year subscription and the low jack, I, I think that'll, that'll be no problem. But if I was able to do like 32.9. Yeah, I think I, I'll do 32.9. Okay, I'm gonna go work it out. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you. I'm gonna see if I can't get a couple oil changes for free. All right, Jeff, we got a deal, my friend. Ah, that's right? good, that's good. <laughs> so enjoy, that thing's gorgeous. Also, uh, a couple of free oil changes? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is that a this, is, this is the perfect time to twist my arm. So what do you think so far? I like it. I was really scared coming up here. I have no idea what to ask for. What I like to do now is just kind of show you the numbers. I hope it's just going to be simple and easy and I can just go home in a new car. <laughs> be gentle, <Mark. laughs> I will, I will. All right, Kathy. So I worked up some numbers for you here. Okay. Down. Would you like to be putting any money down today? Um, I can if I need to. Okay. The starting price is at 26360 Is that good? I mean, I'm <laughs> serious. <laughs> You know, you tell me what'll make you happy and I'll try my best to make it happen. Really, if this is a good deal, then I'm okay with it. I, I'm, not, I'm not good at this. So let, let me see if I can get you a special preferred deal. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I think he's going to give me a good deal. I have a feeling he is. He seems like a nice enough guy. She uh, hasn't um, uh, learned much about negotiating. But, you know, if, if I was her, I would have asked for a little more discount. It looks like she hasn't done as much research on it. What I did was I just pulled up an ad that we have for a better price. So I'm going to actually honor that. All right, Kathy, I got your numbers here. We have an ad price on this car, so we have another additional $2,000 off. So you have $3,400 off already. All right. You know, we're good? Yeah. All right. That's nice. <laughs> All right, thank thank you. you very much. Okay, so let's take a look at this. So the difference there is about, on average, is about $1,300. What do you think about that? It's shocking. Yeah, what do you think? We need to hire a man to buy the car and negotiate with no, us. No, just give him a hundred bucks. But if there were just if there were just a, if there were just a few guidelines to follow, you could do that, right? I mean, what uh, Chop did is he actually just went back there and said, "Well, you know, we've advertised this cheaper than she's willing to pay. I'll just give her the ad price. How's that?" I, if he wasn't a nice guy, she wouldn't have got that. All right, next, Chop will tell us the biggest mistakes women make when purchasing a car. Plus, we're going to find out what happened earlier when Christy attempted to negotiate a deal for a new car with old Chop here. We'll be right back. <laughs> Today's show is all about how to negotiate and get the deal you want. I promise you, it's not being rude. It's not being pushy. You're not going to hurt somebody's feelings. Women, everybody knows this, but y'all. So that's why I'm trying to talk about it. And I know it's not all women, but a lot of women say that. Statistics are very, very strong on it. Now, Christy says she hates to negotiate. But she says she has no idea how to do it, and that's the reason why. Now, I wanted to see her negotiating skills in action. So I sent her out before the show to negotiate a deal for a car with Chop. Nice guy. Let's see what happened. How you doing? I'm Chop. Hi, nice to Christy. meet you. Nice Christy, to meet it's you. great to meet you. Listen, I wanted to show you this beautiful 
journey. It's a uh, brand new vehicle. It's an SXT model. I just thought this would be a, a good car for you. Okay, perfect. What do you think about it so far? Do you like the looks? I do, I do. I like the, the lines and I mean, it looks a little, a little big, but I think I can probably get used to it. All right, Christy, I'd like to show you some of the options, if that's okay. Okay, yeah. All right, a rear view camera. So oh, wow. This vehicle has a lifetime warranty. What do you think about this car? I think it's great. So what I'd like to do now is maybe talk price. MSRP for $29,000. Okay. Dodge, the Chrysler Corporation, is offering a rebate, $3,500, right off the top of the price. Okay. okay. I have some more good news. Okay. Because you live in the Western United States, mm -hmm. and we happen to be the number one dealer in the Western United States, <laughs> <laughs> we can also offer another $1,500 okay. off. Okay. Brings the car all the way down to twenty-four thousand. Is there any way you can go any lower than that, or that's about as good as you um, can do? You know, if I could take another five hundred off, okay. I could do that. Would we have a deal? Um, I think I need to think about it. But oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks a lot. I think Christy was a little too excited. Maybe you don't want to always show the salesman that you like the car so much. Overall, I think Christy did not great. I think out of ten, I give her a five. So chop. What did she not do? What, where, where did she mess up here? It's okay to ask for a discount. It's okay to say, chop that price. Now, this is a guy, actually, and yeah, I've known about Chop for a long time. He's a guy that basically decides to build his career on repeat business. So he goes out of his way to treat people well and probably has customers time and time and time again. A lot of people aren't that way. He actually gave you some things in this price that you didn't even ask for, true? Right. Yes. And most people wouldn't do that, right? Uh, I, I think that people, salespeople are based on money. I mean, they're based on how much money they can make and they're gonna go usually for the most amount of money. My business, like you said, is based on future business. All right, well, be our friend at the factory. What's a woman need to know and do to come in and, and negotiate a reasonable deal? Well, I think one thing that was mentioned was research. Know what you're buying. Luckily, the internet, you can learn anything about what you're buying. You can learn about what what things cost, what they're supposed to cost. Do, do the research. Research. Um, you know, no, no uh, not to show too much excitement. When you're there and you're jumping around saying this is the best car in the world, the salesperson might know, hey, we can do well on this one. All right, if she had come in and said, okay, look, I, I think this car could work for me, but I am not a buyer at that price. I'm just not a buyer at that price. What would your reaction have been? Would you have been offended? No. Would your feelings have been hurt? No, not would at all. Would you have felt rejected? <laughs> not at all. Would you have gone home that night and held your head down in shame. I would have cried, no, I'm joking. <laughs> so, I mean, you could do that, right? Yes. You could say, yes. look, I'm not a buyer at this number, so we're gonna have to get this price down. Yes, I You, could, you could say that? Yes, I could say that. Would it that. help if you had a bridge phrase like that to get into it? Yes. What was she buying? Tell me about this car. It's a brand new Dodge Journey. It's kind of loaded up. It's got all the options. It's got a rear view camera, the navigation, the 235 horsepower motor, lifetime warranty. It's a great car. You liked all of that? Yes, yes, okay. I liked it all. All right, you want me to, kind of negotiate this for you? Yes. Show you how I would do it? Yes, I would love All that. All right, here's my offer. <laughs> I think because she's such a nice person, you should just give her this car. What do you think? Just just give it Just give it, give it to her. <laughs> Dr. Phil, you drive a hard bargain. On behalf of the Chrysler Corporation and uh, Tobin Automotive in Las Vegas, I think we will give it to you. No. Yeah. I think we'll just <laughs> give you this car. So what do you think about I'm serious. This is your car. I think I love it. We're gonna, we're we're going to give you this car for free. Oh, God. We really are giving you this car. We are giving you this car. I'm going to cry. <laughs> this is a good guy, Chrysler Corporation. Thank you. Thank you. Tobin. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> you deserve it. We just all wanted to get together and make this happen for Oh, you. my gosh. Well, let's see you in this car. Have a seat. This is now your car. Oh, my car. gosh. <laughs> now, don't pass out on it. <laughs> all right, there you go. Now, you look good in this car. 
Thank you. What do you think, Chuck? She looks great. She looks great. Perfect match. Oh, my so, God. Did you think you were going to leave here with a car today? Absolutely brand, not. This is <laughs> a brand new car. It never crossed my mind. Well, there you go. Oh, my gosh. All right, next, the curfew conversation. There are some teen sisters who want to stay out much later than their mom will allow. Their nighttime negotiation is at a total standstill. We'll be right back. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Dr. Phil, I have a situation that I need your help negotiating. I'm really unhappy at the college that I'm currently attending, and I would love to transfer. My mother refuses to let me transfer because she feels that since she's paying my tuition, she should get to choose what school I go to. Considering the fact that tuition in the best schools here runs under $5,000 a year, and the school she wants to go to costs 10 times that amount, we think it's reasonable for her to complete her undergraduate studies right here at home. Dr. Phil, how do we negotiate the situation so that we both get what we want? One thing we both agree on, we both watch Dr. Phil. Now, Dominique and Joan are on the phone. Listen, uh, Dominique, I'm curious here. What is it you want to do? Well, I would like to transfer. The only problem is my mother won't let me, so. Let me tell you what I think is going on. You guys have chosen a battlefield that is a topic, that is which school. The real issue here is who gets to direct Dominique's life and who doesn't. And Dominique, you want to direct your life, true? Yes. But you have to be realistic about budget. And here's what I'm going to tell you. You need to find out from your mother what that budget is. If you want to do something beyond that, you need to figure out how to pay for it. You need to get a job, you need to get a school loan. It's one thing to want something, but part of maturing is to figure out how to fund it. And what I'm gonna ask you guys to do is make sure you focus on the issue and not the topic. Joan, the topic is not about which school she goes to. The topic is about who's making decisions in her life for right now. So will y'all think about that and talk about it from that standpoint? We will. And Joan, I'm not telling you to spend money you don't have, 
I'm saying within a budget range, give her a chance to make some decisions and live with the consequences. Thank you guys for calling. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, Olivia and Samantha want to negotiate about their curfew time. Now, Phil and Debbie say they ain't budging. Take a look. I would like a later curfew. My curfew on the weekdays is 9, and my curfew on the weekends is 10. They consistently break their curfews. It Sometimes is. I'm just, like, out, like, having fun, and it's just I forget to phone. They break their curfew probably five days a week. I would like my curfew to be on the weekdays 10-ish, and on weekends 11 or 12. You haven't proven to me that you can keep your curfew. I watch the Nancy Grace show every night, and the last thing in the world I want to see is my girls on a show like that. My parents do worry, but they should be able to trust me. Dr. Phil, how can we negotiate with our parents to give us a later curfew? Okay, what do you guys say about what your mom was just saying about you don't keep rules anyway, so why should she change them? Well, we, I keep my rules most of the time. Like, is that true? She does not keep her curfew. All right, and how about this one? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Do you keep the rules? No, not really. Not really. Are you trustworthy? I think I'm trustworthy. Have you made a deal and kept it? Have you been predictable and responsible in the things that you've agreed to? Not sometimes. Not well, really. So she can trust you sometimes. Yeah. And the other times she can't. So let me tell you, that's a bad place to be in. What is your concern, Mom, about them being out later? My concern, like Hold I... Hold on, don't answer that. What is her concern about you being out later? She's worried that something's going to happen to us. Do you hang with people that drink or do drugs and that sort of thing? Be honest. Yeah, we, I yeah. mean, you can't, you can't lie here. Yeah. All right, so they're breaking the law. Yeah, but we're not. I'll promise you, you can earn more from your parents than you can ever steal. You can have more freedom out doing things than you could ever sneak out and do or turn your phone off and do or break a curfew and do. If, on the other hand, you conduct yourselves in a, in a way that you are predictable with 100% accuracy, then they're going to start giving you more rope because you can handle it. What do you think about what I'm saying? Just sometimes we're just having a good time and we just forget to call. And... Yeah, and that's called being immature. and. And what that means is that you're not capable of handling that freedom because you get caught up. You're seeing this as a tug of war. You're on one end of the rope and they're on the other. You will lose because you've got no power. So what you have to do is inspire confidence. If what you're doing is not working, change it. Enter into an agreement with them and demonstrate that you will do what you say and say what you do with the understanding that if I do that, I earn an extra 30 minutes the next week. You can earn your way to freedom by demonstrating your responsibilities. True? Yeah, absolutely. If they dem all they got to do is show you that they can handle it, right? And that's all we've really asked them to do is to, to stick to the curfew. What time do they make you come home? During the weeks, 9 and 10 on the weekends. What the hell are you doing out till 9 o'clock on a weekday? <laughs> do, what, do you have homework? Is that not fair? On a weekday? On a weekday. Where are you going to 9 o'clock on a weekday? Just hanging with my friends. <laughs> There's no place for you to be till 9 o'clock on Monday night. Yeah. Seriously. What's the curfew on Friday and Saturday? 10. 10 o'clock. Yeah, I could fight for 11. And depending on where you are, how accountable you are, 
your job is to protect their life and prepare them for the next level. You guys want to hang out with people that are drinking and drugging? Then you don't go at all. With those safety considerations in mind, they, should, they can have an opportunity to earn a little bit more freedom on the weekends, sure. true? Absolutely. Am I being reasonable here? Yes. Am I, am I being reasonable? All right. Well, sometimes negotiations can get a little, well, they can get a little strange. Uh, next, is there any way for a daughter to compromise with her mom who intends to leave everything in her will to her dog? Uh, plus, a husband who wants to stop his wife from donating her organs. Those negotiations coming up next. My mom has a chihuahua named Nugget that she honestly believes she is married to. My biggest issue is my mom has left everything in her will to Nugget. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. Is your child in danger of being abducted? We want to prepare you, not scare you. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... We are back for season eight. So if you want to be in the audience and you're in the Los Angeles area, then come join us because we have a lot of fun here, right? All right. Call 323-461-PHIL, 323-461-7445, or email us at drphil.com. Dear Dr. Phil, my mom has a chihuahua named Nugget that she honestly believes she is married to. She will literally escort you out of the house if you dare call Nugget a dog. Nugget has a complete wardrobe that includes pajamas, hoodies, and polos, just to name a few. He even has his own playset at the table with silverware and everything. My biggest issue is my mom has left everything in her will. Yes, that's right, her entire estate to Nugget and nothing to her eight children. She says she's talked to her lawyers and it's completely legal. Dr. Phil, is there any way to negotiate with my mom so she puts her kids in the wheel and leaves Nugget only a few things? Now that was Dana, who wants to know how she and her seven brothers and sisters can get their mom, Elaine, not to leave everything in her will to the family dog. So look, now first, mom, Nugget doesn't need that money. You could lay Nugget on his back and let him pee in his own face and he wouldn't know where it was coming from. <laughs> so, now, it is legal in your state to leave money to a dog. This is an overreaction. You need to rethink your thinking because it is a dog, okay? It doesn't mean you don't love that dog. I love my dog. My dog goes everywhere with me. Maggie and I are like pencil and paper. There's Maggie. She can't quite get her ears straight. But it is a dog. Doesn't mean you, you, you don't leave money earmarked to take care of the dog. But don't do that to your kids. I mean, it is a huge insult, and it's not the message I think you want to leave. So think about it. All right, Joey and Janet say their marriage is great. But there's one disagreement that never gets settled and always leaves them both upset. Joey wants her to turn in the donor card and keep her body intact. Dear Dr. Phil, 
Boy, do I have a marriage dilemma for you. I feel very strongly about being an organ donor and being able to save someone's life. But my husband, Joey, is completely against it. I want to know that my wife is completing that casket. This is the one argument that has no compromise in sight, but I still refuse to turn in my organ donor card. Joey can't get over the thought that if I pass away before him, he will look in the casket and only see my head and skin. Dr. Phil, is there any way that you can help my husband and I negotiate this issue because we're out of ideas? Your objection is, explain it to me. Well, I work in a hospital. I've had to witness bodies that have been harvested. I don't want that for my wife. God forbid if she passed away before I did, that's going to be emotional enough as it is. I don't right. want to be viewing her wondering how much of that is her in that casket. Don't you think that, that when we pass that the, the, the vessel is left behind and, and the spirit? Sure, I know all that. But you have a particular affinity for her spleen or something? We... I, I know that her spirit, her soul will go to heaven. I just... You believe that? I know that. Okay. I, I just know that if they take the bones out of the legs and the arms, they replace it with PVC pipe and what have you. It's a disrespect. It's a, it's a violation. Well, it's, it's treating something sacred to me in a disrespectful way. Okay. Isn't it wonderful to think that, that in her passing that she touches all of these lives and in a sense continues on? Have you thought about it from that point of view? I have. And that's what you want, right? Yes, sir. Tell me why. It is. Tell me why it's important to you. I just think that would just be the greatest thing is to be able to not only change somebody's life, but possibly save somebody's life. And I've had that marked on my driver's license since the first driver's license I ever had. And we've discussed it pretty often, and we just can't come to negotiate it. What do you find the most offensive? To, in the harvest. You mentioned PVC pipe in place of bones. That seemed to be, that's the example you gave. I just don't want my wife's body turned into a scarecrow for viewing, and, and that's the way I see it. Uh -huh. And if, if you were able to negotiate some assurances that, you know, maybe the, the skeletal uh, portions of the body weren't contaminated as far as internal organs or whatever, you, you would be more comfortable with that. Sure. Uh -huh. So at, at this point, you understand that he understands this is emotional and that he recognizes you're not going to be there. Um, is that something that, that you could be comfortable with if you just said, look, if, if you don't want a harvest of, of the skeletal elements, but you're okay with with everything else, is that something you can be comfortable sure. with? Yes, sir. And that's mm -hmm. something you can be comfortable with? Mm -hmm. Well, then we've made, we've made some progress here, right? Yes, sir. And, and listen, I totally get where you're coming from because when you, when you think about the process of the harvest, it can be kind of overwhelming when you say, which would already be at an emotional time. Uh, but if you recognize that you've agreed on some limits and that you will be there to insist that everything be handled with dignity and respect, then you could not only feel good about protecting your emotions, but also honoring her wishes to create a legacy even in her passing. Mm -hmm. 
And that's the best of both worlds, right? You don't want to be catastrophizing this. You want to put it aside and, and be at peace about it now. Yes, sir. And with what we're talking about, you can do that. Because we mm -hmm. have a beautiful marriage, and this is the only area where we disagree. Well, but you don't disagree anymore, do you? No. Right. All right. <laughs> Thank All you. right. Thank you so much. Next, the five things that you didn't know you can negotiate. DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... If you have high blood pressure like me, you need powerful cold medicine with a heart. Coracetin HBP. It won't raise your blood pressure. Coracetin HBP. Travel consideration provided by... Get Dentem to replace a lost filling. Or re-cement a loose cap. Get Dentem. like to purchase a tape or transcript, call 866-4-DR-PHIL. We've been talking about the principles that go with negotiating anything today. One thing you don't want to do, this is on the don't list, is you don't use ultimatums. They always end negotiations. They seldom move the ball forward. And you don't ever want to put a time limit on yourself. Because if they know you've got time pressure, they will use that to box you in. So. Be willing to take time, walk away, come back, whatever you need to do. But what you might not know is that everything is open for negotiation. You just need to ask. Now, Wendy Keller is here, and she is the author of Secrets of Successful Negotiating for Women. She came up with a list of things you might not realize that you can bargain for. So tell us what these things are. Well, among other things, women can negotiate for discounts on damaged merchandise in stores. One of the core things we're talking about here today is that everyone has to remember these people are in business. They have the power to say no, but your job is to ask in the first place. You say you even with expired coupons, that they negotiate those all the time, right? Absolutely. If, you know, if it's less than two years, go in and say, you know, I'd like to have you honor this coupon because the store uses the coupon as an incentive to get the person in the store to buy. You can get upgrades on travel, oh, yeah. hotel rooms, competitive services. Talk about that. Well, for instance, when I was coming to the show, I went to the rental car station, you know, waited in line for 100 years, and then finally I said to the guy, can you upgrade me on this at no charge? And he said, well, what are you looking for? And I picked the nicest car in the list, and he upgraded me for nothing. It happens all the time, but the thing is, especially women, don't realize I need to ask. You say that women should use what they've got Absolutely. in a negotiation. Explain that. Absolutely. Well, we have a lot of natural assets. First of all, we have... <laughs> That's not what I meant. Um, what I mean is we've spent our whole lives learning about relationships and being sensitive to someone else. So you can watch this person. If someone is harried and stressed out, they're less likely to negotiate. But if you have to do it right then, you could step in and start with a joke or, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I'm not you, having to rebook a plane load full of people who just got their flight canceled. Create a report. Second, an important asset that women have, we can look at them with empathy and take that empathetic position. What does the other person really want? If they're a $6 an hour clerk, what they want is to go home, probably. So you make their life easier by saying, let's just get to the bottom of this. Give me my money back. Let's try it. And let me tell you, you can save untold amounts of money. What do they save during a lifetime by negotiating? I mean, it's huge. It's, it, it's really limitless. I have three steps. Be 
prepared, which is know what the values were, know that they mark up the jewelry or the clothes 300, 500%. Second of all, walk in positive, expect it to go your way. And third is to walk in and be persistent. If the, if the clerk you're dealing with is a low-level person and twice they say no, that's when you ask for a manager. It's very specific. All right. All this year, I've been turning the tables on, well, on myself, where I'm in the hot seat answering your questions about me. It's called, It's Your Turn, Dr. Phil. Let's see, when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Um, a professional pilot. That's what I was going to do. I became a pilot when I was 17, and I've been a pilot all of these years. That was my job, I was going to be a professional pilot. But it didn't work out, but I got to say, <laughs> this worked out. <laughs> we'll be right back. what I said on the show, but to find out what I said after the show, visit DrPhil.com and click on Dr. Phil Uncensored. I want to thank all of my guests today and a special thanks to Wendy Keller and Chop for helping us with the show. Guys, thanks for your wisdom and really a lot of input. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at blog.drphil.com and you can also find me on Twitter. Thanks for being here. So long. thank all of my guests today and a special thanks to Wendy Keller and Chop for helping us with the show. Guys, thanks for your wisdom and really a lot of input. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, you can find me at blog.drphil.com and you can also find me on Twitter. Thanks for being here. So long. Yeah.